Welcome to Haunting Live Podcast, a place where we bring a new paranormal guest each episode to share their journey and experiences. Robin. Um, I am a psychic medium and a healer, and I specialize in spirit communication. Visit our sponsor, The Most Gifted Psychics. Call 866-228-2883 and mention code word Haunting Live to receive 10 minutes for just $10. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Welcome to this episode of Haunting Live. This week we have Robin Pelty, psychic comedian, joining us. How are you, Robin? I'm good. How are you doing? Doing wonderful. Thank you so much for being here on this episode of Haunting Live. Can you tell me a little bit about yourself and introduce yourself and a little bit about what you do? My name is Robin. I am a psychic medium and a healer, and I specialize in spirit communication and psychic development and really connecting people to their highest timeline through like the, the clairvoyant images and, and messages I receive to really help them change trajectories in life and empower themselves to live you know, to their, their highest potential. I would say that is my very favorite thing, but you know, there's so many beautiful layers that can come in to uh, that reading. So it's, it's kind of beautiful to just leave it in the hands of the divine and, and see what happens. Yes, it's for sure. Uh, Spirit always guides us along our journey, whether it is like psychic mediumship work or card reading or tarot, whatever you do. And I think Spirit has a big hand in that. So uh, tell us a little bit about your background. How did you first get involved in what you do? You know, when I was younger, I always had a fascination with, you know, other realms, trying to learn as much as I can about, you know, psychic abilities and ghosts and, and witchcraft and, and all of that stuff. I remember my book collection when I was 13 was just like full of all of these interesting topics, but I lost touch with it uh, and just went on to live a very uh, normal life up until I was about 28. And that was like my Saturn return. I was in a car accident and it was quite life-changing. It was like that accident almost like activated something within me. And it was almost just like from that day forward, my life was never the same. And, and I started having, you know, I got chills. <laughs> I started having precognitive dreams all the time and I couldn't figure out what was happening. And everything and everybody had auras. I was having spirit communication and just witnessing things that I thought only happened in movies. And it kind of was like the domino that set this uh, path in motion because I just became addicted to knowledge to learn like what was happening to me. Like, why do I have these abilities? What, what is going on? How do I control this? Because that was a huge aspect of it of like, everything would just be so spontaneous. And I would receive all this like information, but I didn't know what to do with it. So that's kind of like where my journey began. It was intertwined with healing my body, kind of mind and spirit after that accident, going through a couple of years of rehab, as well as I felt like the closer I got to like high levels of pain, it like connected me in a way to like the other realm just through like that intense illness that I experienced. Yeah, I was I was just able to communicate so fluidly. And um, it just was like a light bulb that that turned on. It was an intense experience. 
Yeah, those types of traumatic experiences often open you up to different um, abilities that you didn't know you had before. So um, is psychic mediumship something that you got from that, you think? Or do you think you had that before as well? So this is uh, one of the biggest reasons why I love teaching people about psychic abilities and really connecting them to how they receive information in this world. Because I thought that these abilities only um, awoken from that accident. But when I looked back upon my life before that, I was receiving information the whole time. So I always thought that the movies and the symbols imagery that I would get in my mind was just my imagination. I thought the intense feelings I would get, you know, when I would be around certain people, I thought it was me. I thought I was like crazy. I didn't realize that I was like a psychic sponge. I think like spiritual hygiene, psychic protection is so important if you're a highly sensitive person, because it's like night and day in your inner world. You know, when you're learning about how much you can actually uh, receive I'll give you a weird example of something that like kind of spooked me uh, when I was doing a lot of my uh, psychic development. I was practicing with my old uh, friend and mentor, Louise, and she would give me pictures of people to read that she knew who they were. I didn't. And it was just like a form of uh, practice. So there was uh, this one guy that I read and I was going to use just my body for the reading because I wanted to not rely so heavily on just clairvoyance or clairaudience. I, I wanted to tune in and feel uh, what was going on. So I asked my body to mirror the picture. And within about a minute, I feel like I have the spins and it's 2 a.m. I'm drunk. That's, that's I could feel it going on within my body. My leg got like a slight twitch and I'm like, oh my gosh, cut the connection. He's an alcoholic. I'm like, did I just get energetically drunk? <laughs> I'm like, this takes empath to a whole new level. <laughs> but when I did practices like that and really learned how much I pick up off of uh, people, places, situations, it gave me a, a respect for my, my body, my mind. And when I learned you know, spiritual protection as well to cleanse that, I just felt so much more at home in my body, it calmed down the chaos and really led me into uh, a stillness within. And, you know, I just feel like there's so many people out there that are walking around psychic sponges, and they have no idea and my heart goes out to them because I felt so confused and so alone trying to understand why I was the way I was, but by making, you know, connecting the dots and looking backwards, you know, it all, it all makes sense now. And I think that people are highly sensitive. You know, we have a lot of things in this world that kind of dull our senses down, but I think every soul really is, is trying to awaken. And even if that just starts with like the goosebumps you get when somebody says something that resonates or a gut feeling, or like, oh, I knew that, you know, even if they could just, you know, hear that little whisper from within, it could really open them up to, you know, sovereignty within. Yeah, it does. I think a lot of times um, you don't realize you're doing it when you're actually doing it, you know, it's like uh, you're actually being a psychic without realizing it. You're getting messages, you're getting signs and stuff all the time. 
but you don't realize it at the time until later on in life and you say, oh yeah, I, I probably had that my whole life, but not really realizing it, what you're doing until later on. How do you feel nowadays now that you've had the ability for a while? Is it more comfortable with you now? Yeah, I'm so much more fluent in it. Um, I have authority over, you know, the spirits that I let speak to me, um, what kind of reading I want to do, you know, what senses I want to tune into. It's, it's as simple as just you know, realizing that you do have a choice over it as well. And like, I don't walk around all day long reading everybody. It's like a little dial, you know, I have where it's like, if I want to tune into something, I will. But for the most part, I don't because it's a lot to take in. You know, I'm very um, intentional with how I use it. And I try to use it to like the highest level of integrity as well, because, you know, uh, psychic abilities, that's like a, a dual sided coin there. There's a lot you can do with them. So I try to be very respectful about it. Yeah, that's good. At least you've learned how to sort of turn it on and off. Some people call it the off switch. They so just shut it off when they don't want it. So you've ha you learned how to use that ability. So Yeah, I think it's really important. Uh, I remember when I first started learning mediumship, spirits would come to me all the time and want to like give messages. And I, I thought I had to, you know, I felt like, oh, this, I, I must have to, the spirit says so. So I must, you know, do what they say. But you know, I'm, I'm learning, you know, uh, magic, sorcery and things like that. And actually, it came up today uh, with a friend, we were talking about how spirits interact with people. And no matter what the spirit is, you are in charge, you are the authority of that encounter and exchange and to never forget that because some spirits will, you know, kind of treat you like a doormat <laughs> if you let them. Yes, just like regular people sometimes, right? They'll treat you how they want to, and if they can walk over you, they will. So you, yeah, you have to lay down those boundaries with spirit energy as well. So yeah, as within, so without, you know, honoring your own boundaries, setting boundaries with people in your life. Uh, and that kind of ripples into the spirit realm as well. That That's really important to to kind of ground all the different levels of, you know, what it what it means to be respected. So what is it that you do uh, for mediumship work day to day then? Uh, how do you practice it? Do you use any type of tools, divining tools, or do you just do it mentally? Or how do you practice it day to day? Yeah, it's interesting because when I do a reading, I kind of like, I say a prayer and I open up to be in service. And that might mean a deceased loved one comes through. That might mean a past life memory or uh, energy comes up. That might mean seeing a pattern or a block that's coming up in their life. It might mean an ancestor coming in, a spirit guide. It's been so multidimensional to just offer the space to be in service to what spirit feels like needs to happen. I feel like in that container, it's most transformational because I take it out of my hands and I take it out of the client's hands. And I just say, let this be completely in service to what needs to happen here today. Um, I do open up, you know, space after we kind of go through that process uh, to ask questions and go into things they want. But I will say that when I say my prayer and I start the session, I ask them not to ask me any questions. I'm just like, hold everything. The less I know, the better. Um, I will start getting imagery and scenes and symbology. And I will just relay that. It usually comes in a couple different scenes. And it tells the story of what needs to unfold there. And 
it's never steered me wrong. It's a, it's a beautiful process. And, um, it's, it's been such a blessing to share those spaces with people. And I never know what is going to come up. <laughs> you know, it's, there's almost like nothing more vulnerable than walking into a psychic reading where all you have is your faith and, and your, your trust in, in what's going to happen there. But I really hold myself through that, through knowing that it will be what they need and spirit always comes through. And um, it's kind of taught me trust in the spirit realm. And it taught me how to trust myself in everyday life situations because I never doubt myself anymore. It's, it's just been proven over and over again that it's almost like a science of the mystic. It is. Spirit will provide and it will provide what they need for you as well. So like they sort of know the outcome already sometimes and they just trust in you. So you should trust in them as well. I know you're into some other things as well, such as the occult. Um, so let's talk about that for a little bit. Um, what do you do in the occult field? Yeah, well, I'm... I guess I, you could say I'm a bit of a beginner. I just started a uh, course on ceremonial magic. So I'm really excited to be um, yeah, studying with somebody very highly respected in the field. It's It's just been so fascinating in the way that spirits work with people. And it takes me back to a couple of years ago when I first began um, like communicating with spirits. And I had an encounter that scared me. And uh, I had a, a spirit uh, pretend to be a deceased loved one. It pretended to be my spirit guide and kind of shuffled through spirits and really, you know, inflated my ego in the exchanges and was very loving and kind. I mean, I, I actually see a lot of these encounters in the new age. So I think spirit discernment is really important. A book I recommend for people is uh, the book on mediums by Alan Kardec. It's a book from the 1800s. He takes you like step by step on how to like question a spirit and what to look for uh, in exchanges. But I'm I'm talking to the spirit and it's it's telling me it's a you know of love and light and it's doing all these beautiful things. It's going to help me heal my body and my life and it'll help me do Reiki. Like it, we got like I got real close with this spirit. And slowly I started noticing over this two week period, I was getting uh, quite violent imagery in my mind. It would I'd just be like walking and I would see like a gruesome scene out of nowhere. Or I'd start like, kind of have this voice, like almost just like speak to me in my mind. And it was nasty. And I'm like, I knew I was communicating with a being, but I'm like, there's no way this could happen. I was so naive you know, to the fact that something could fool me, that it could trick me, that I could be like a uh, prey. I had no idea. I was new. I was just so excited um, and loving and, you know, quite innocent about the whole thing. But um, that spirit had a heyday with me. And so I'm having these intrusive experiences and I start questioning it. And that's when things got kind of nasty. Um, it it definitely started um, wreaking havoc on my home and it just was bothering me. <laughs> it, it lasted for a few weeks and it was really scary because the uh, mediumship teachers I had at the time, would, nobody would help me deal with this entity. I was left to my 
um, on my own and I had to figure it out. And I went to an occult shop and there was a lady there that said, have you tried the LBRP? And I'm like, what's that? And she's like, well, it's a lesser uh, banishing ritual, the pentagram. You, you can use this and you can banish these energies out of your spaces. And I'm like, huh, okay. So here I am like saying like Hebrew names of the angels and like tracing pentagrams in my room. And I'm like, I've lost it. What is going on? But it worked. It was the only thing that worked. And I got my home back and I got my sanity. And I'm like, this was extremely powerful. I want to learn more. Like if, if I'm going to be this bridge between the worlds, like I never want to be afraid of a spirit ever again. The paranormal can happen at any time. So that's why our Etsy store is always open. Get your paranormal items from cleansing to protection to attraction. All available now on our Etsy store. Search Haunting Live. The more that I go down the road of like spirit um, protection, discernment, the more like opens up to me. And it's interesting as a psychic because the broader your perception, the more you can perceive in a reading, the more that you know, the more that you study, the more you can work with. Sometimes I see entities on people, <laughs> you know, um, sometimes they see me and I'm like, oh, this is a whole problem. I mean, my life is like a, a supernatural like thriller <laughs> because most of my teachings have been uh, from the, my firsthand experiences where I have to learn what has just happened to me and then do better in my life. So it's like an ever evolving process. The more I know, the more I realize I don't know. And I can't carry the beliefs I had with me yesterday forward because it's just this like, it's a real life, uh, like learning experience all the time. Like, yes, I'm taking a course, but the experiences and the spirits have been like the greatest teachers. And the first episode of my podcast, um, Spirit Wisdom, was called Monsters and Miracles. Because I feel like when you work in these realms, you have to be cognizant of the duality of the experiences that you can have. But it's not to frighten people, it's to empower them. It's like the more that you know, the more that you can protect yourself. And I guess it's as Carl Jung said, it's like the deeper the roots go, the higher you can reach up. You know, people in the new age really romanticize this idea of shamans, but I'm like, they have to learn how to bless and to curse. It's a, yeah, an interesting world out there. I've really kind of like settled almost in a place of like neutrality. I'm not for the right hand path or the left hand path, but I try to like walk between the world's and and that uh duality to keep balance yeah you need that balance you need the light and the dark and you also need to know what's in the light what's in the dark in order to face both of them so how has that experience um led you to your point now like what types of things happened to you that you had to go to the occult shop to get help um you said you had like something um bad things to you and stuff like that so you sensed it was something negative um can you sort of go in deeper a little bit and explain what happened between the point you realized something was there to the point that you went to get help? Having your mind attacked is one of the scariest things because it actually created a like PTSD and a trauma 
where I was afraid to meditate. I was like afraid to even like close my eyes. I would like be trying to sleep and I would almost get like jolted. It was like, it would just poke me. And I have two kids and my daughter's like, mom, there's a shadow person in the house. Uh, she started noticing. I didn't tell them what was going on. And my son came to me and like, something's talking to me, mom. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I was so afraid. I like, I could not sleep. I had to go and like buy like NyQuil from the grocery store. And shit. I'm like, oh my God, like what is happening? I was horrified. I was so horrified and it was really hard to find help. You know, I went to the, um, to a new age shop first and they're like, well, just ask it if it's of the light three times. And I'm like, okay, go home. Are you of the light? Yes. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> it just, it, it lied. It's like, that's not enough in questioning. Um, there's like special phrases that Alan Kardec gives. Um, and then also questioning a spirit uh, in the name of Jesus Christ. Um, I have had spirits just completely drop communication when I have done that as well. That's been an interesting thing too, because I was uh, quite atheist. But the more that I get into magic, I'm learning how powerful the Psalms are. Like they are potent tools. And I've been like shocked at just how effective they are at dealing with situations like I may be intense, but the work I do is weird. So like, I'll actually say exorcism rites over my water and the salt before I get into my bath. And like, I put it in, I put hyssop in, I put holy water in. And um, it's just one of my practices that I love. I love so much. Psalm 51 and 91. Those are like my two go-tos for protection and, and spiritual cleansing. It's so strange to me that these uh, tools are so powerful in magic. Like I, I um, kind of mentored with a sorcerer for a while and that was crazy because he was into some hardcore magic. And these are the tools he used. If you get into uh, the occult, there's uh, a thing called like the keys of Solomon and you could use these seals for protection and, and different things in your life. There's like um, the greater keys and the lesser keys keys depending on the kind of energy you want to pull from but that's been just wild to see these things working in my life <laughs> in all areas of my life so have you felt an improvement since you've done that then has it improved uh, more positive for you then absolutely um i don't feel like i'm done my like spiritual battle i kind of like i'm not like a love and light tinkerbell like i carry a sword and i've got an army um I think that the best way to learn is to have experiences. And because of the unique uh, nature of the work that I will be doing, like I just ordered a book on exorcism. Like I understand that like, you know, if I see these entities in a psychic reading, I have to know how to protect myself or like, how could I be in service to help um, if needed? You know, there's the, the more tools that I have, the more empowered I feel, the more safer I feel in what I do. I feel like it's just like a path that as you move forward, you adjust to the vision that's unfolding for your life. You know, I always just say like, I just dedicated my life to being in service to the creator's will. And it has led me down such a unique path, but it is so beautiful and so aligned for me. I'm much more of like a shadow worker. I'm not, 
I'm not afraid to go there with people, but that creates such a beautiful space for them to lift up what they've stuffed underneath their carpet and to deal with it because it's not welcomed in a lot of spaces, almost just like the entity encounter I once had that people shunned me for. And I felt scared and I felt alone. I felt like I had done something wrong, but that's not the case. And I kind of want to be this like guiding light for people almost coming out of the new age, to be honest, because there's a lot of uh, false light and deception in the new age communities. And I see it, I have a radar for it. And, you know, a lot of people don't realize what's actually happening to them. And that concerns me. And I, I'm just trying to be the teacher that I wish I would have had when you know, the shadows began to dance. <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. You got to recognize um, the false light as well, right? You have to know what what's out there really to teach properly. So, you know, you got to you got to adjust to the things that you're seeing and, and, and dealing with in order to be safe. Because um, oftentimes, you know, if your uh, spiritual immune system isn't high and you make contact with one of these entities, you've made a psychic connection. It can connect back to you. I've had that happen to me. I, uh, I had a reading where somebody had asked me a question on love and they wanted to know why, you know, love wasn't working in their life. And I saw the, um, you know, the hear no evil, speak no evil monkey. Well, it was this, it kind of highlighted on the speak no evil and the images kind of cascaded. And suddenly it's just like, I'm seeing this like drop of like black into white water. And I'm like, there's something very dark here and then I see it and it sees me and this was a time when I didn't have the greatest protections on me and I ended the reading with them and then afterwards I got really dizzy and I threw up probably within about five minutes I got really sick and then I get my mentor um on the phone like hours later because I had just had to sleep it off I had the spins I was like something's wrong I thought I'd gotten rid of it I didn't I didn't realize like I could be affected that intensely but I get on a call with my mentor and he's you know very psychic and he just says he's like you have a parasite and I'm like what I'm like I just did a reading and I saw something icky and he's like yeah here let me teach you how to let's get rid of this uh you're gonna need to you know focus on your protection Robin because uh you had a pretty intense reaction to that, but having it verified as well um, by my teacher helped. But it's just in, in this process of opening up to the spirit realm, learning to just not be naive. And when I have an experience like that, well, no wonder I'm ordering a book on exorcisms <laughs> because it's just like, I, I feel bad. It's like, how do you help someone? Um, but I will say one of the things that I did for my first encounter was I decided to develop a strong mind because I realized I'm like, how did this get past all my barriers? And I was a people pleaser that I didn't have boundaries. Um, I didn't have great habits. And uh, I was much more passive about life. And I ended up doing a 12 week mentorship on empowerment and a lot of shadow work and dealing with my trauma and you know forgiveness work. And that was life changing. You know, if you if you want to know the best thing you can do to protect yourself, it's to develop a strong mind. Um, that that is your authority. No, that's great advice for anybody dealing with anything, not just spiritual work, but uh, I guess in life in general. So, knowledge is power. So, 
Uh, well, thank you, it Robin, is. for being here. I appreciate you coming on Haunting Live this episode. Um, do you do readings for clients then, do you? So can uh, you let people know how to get in contact with you if they're in interested in contacting you for a reading or something? Yeah, of course. So if you uh, go to my Instagram, which is at Robin with a Y dot Peltier, P-E-L-T-I-E-R, if you click the link tree, you'll see uh, all of my offerings. I can give you my link too if you want to post it in the show notes. And um, yeah, I offer 30 minute, 45 minute and 60 minute readings. And um, yeah, and if you're in the GTA and you want to come meet me, I do live readings at the Good Make Pie on Saturdays in downtown Burlington. And I also have a mediumship gallery coming up with two other women. We kind of look like the Hocus Pocus chicks because there's a, a brunette a blonde and a redhead. And uh, the three of us have kind of teamed up to start doing these uh, like live galleries around the GTA. So it's going to be a fun adventure. Oh, that's awesome. I should uh, promote that for you guys under our Facebook group and stuff as well. So uh, if I can grab the, if you have a link for that, just let me know. We'll, sh we'll share that too. So people can find out about it. So sounds no, awesome. Thank you. Well, thank you, Robin, for coming on. I appreciate it. And it was a pleasure to meet you and, uh, sharing your stories. It's insightful. I'm sure it will help some people out there as well. So thank you. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you so much for having me. This was a lovely experience. Miss one of our episodes? Replay your episode on Rhode Island Broadcasting. Show your support for Haunting Live by supporting our broadcast partner, Rhode Island Broadcasting. Find them on YouTube. The paranormal can happen at any time, so that's why our Etsy store is always open. Get your paranormal items from cleansing, to protection, to attraction. All available now on our Etsy store. Search Haunting Live.